Welcome to You News, the podcast using the power of Univision to bring the news that matters to you in English. Today is Friday, March 20th. I'm Lorraine Cáceres. These are today's headlines. The number of cases in the U.S. surpassing 14,000, the governor of California putting the state's 39 million residents on lockdown. Fear growing among immigrants and business owners as the Trump administration announces restrictions on non-essential travel between Mexico and Canada. And leading senators facing calls to resign after a potential coronavirus insider trading scandal. Senators accused of offloading stocks right before the market crash. This and much more today on You News, recorded live in our newsroom in Miami. Hello and welcome to You News. This is Lorraine Castres. This for March 20th. Welcome to the show. We begin today, this hour, with the incredible spike in coronavirus cases in the United States. Now over 14,000 with those cases coming from New York, Washington, and California. California ordering its 39 million residents to stay at home except for essential activities. That's the largest such directive in the history of the United States in peace times. New York's governor mandating all non-essential workforce to stay home, filing unemployment claims in record numbers. The tax filing deadline moved from April from April 15th to July 15th, and a new discussion over economic relief being debated by lawmakers. And some late breaking news regarding criti the critical southern border with Mexico. The Trump administration announcing plans to halt non-essential travel across the border in an effort to limit the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Pedro Rojas is in Hidalgo, Texas with the details. Pedro, what did the acting Homeland Security Secretary say this morning? The measure and all of those measures that we're putting in place will protect the health of all three nations and reduce the incentive for a mass global migration that would badly deplete the health care resources needed for our people. And so we are working very closely with Mexico, very, very closely with, uh, with Canada. And after one week of dramatically growing numbers across the country, it's clear the coronavirus is now in the United States and it's a very serious pandemic. Since last Thursday, so that you have an idea, the number of cases has soared from about 1,200 last Thursday to now, today, 14,000. The government has announced stimulus packages. Jobless claims have soared to its highest peak in over in two and a half years. Cities around the country have shut down all non-essential businesses and the medical community is having fears that they might run out of necessary items. A week into what's become a national crisis and all over the country, we're hearing stories of caution. 22-year-old John Dahalidi felt the symptoms and was diagnosed after two visits to the hospital. She is now recovered and sharing her story. I also wanted to be an example and, you know, tell people my age that this is real. A serious health threat that some have not survived. Tragedy striking this close-knit family in New Jersey after a fourth member died of the virus and three others remain hospitalized. It's like the second we 
start to grieve about one, the phone rings and there is another person gone. States are scrambling to protect residents and come up with ways to increase hospital capacity. In Pennsylvania, the governor ordering all non-life-sustaining businesses to close overnight. Across the country, more Americans are being tested or waiting to be tested in long lines. With more tests, the number of cases of coronavirus surging. That is the nation sees the largest peacetime construction of hospital beds in its history. In Shoreline, Washington, one county is creating field hospitals at multiple locations, including sports fields, in an effort to create space for 3,000 additional medical beds. During a Facebook Live with Mark Zuckerberg, the top infectious disease doctor in the country, warning that coronavirus might be back next year. It is conceivable and maybe likely that when we get to the next season, we may see another blip of this. But it would really be different, and I'll tell you why it's different, because a certain percentage of the population will already have been immune. But amid the chaos and uncertainty, people all over the country are trying to help each other. This store in Maryland donating thousands of masks to help supply. And this casino in Reno, Nevada handed out food care packages to their employees. This is where I get emotional <laughs> because they're our family. We've been here for 47 years on this property and and our 3,200 families that work with us, um, it's, it's just what we have to do. The stock market today in the green after plummeting for days consecutively, a reaction to the recent stimulus. Even so, all three benchmarks are now on track for another terrible week on the stock market with its performance. The Dow on track for its worst week since 2008. And moving on to New York, Governor Andrew Cuomo telling New Yorkers to stay indoors as much as possible and ordered all non-essential businesses to keep all workers home as cases topped 7,000. But Cuomo said he wanted to be clear this is not a shelter-in-place order. And meanwhile, members of President Trump's economic team convened Friday on Capitol Hill to launch negotiations with Senate Republicans and Democrats, raising to draft a $1 trillion stimulus economic rescue package amid these coronavirus outbreak. Claudia Oceda has the details from Washington, D.C. Claudia? Good afternoon. Congress is working on his third relief package to confront the crisis created by the coronavirus that is affecting the nation. The Senate Republicans released details of their bill. This package focuses on direct cash payments to families, money to small businesses, loans to industries affected by the virus. If it's approved, the government will hand out checks of $1,200 to individuals who make less than $75,000. There will be payments of $500 per child, but to the poor, the benefit will be smaller. Those who don't earn enough to pay taxes might receive checks of only $600, and Democrats don't like that. Some are saying that this bill is too friendly to big corporations and not to the poor. So negotiations begin today. Democrats and Republicans will meet to see if there could be some changes to the bill. This bill is supposed to pass next week, so people facing economic hardships 
could wait several weeks. The first check is supposed to arrive in April. Now back to you. Thank you, Claudia Oceda from Washington, D.C. Meanwhile, the entire state of California has been forced to shelter in place as the coronavirus spreads. It's the first time in the state in which such an order has been issued, and the move will now impact the state's 39 million residents. Salvador Duran is in Los Angeles with the latest. Salvador, what is the mood there right now? Lorraine, well, to start, let me tell you, I am in my neighborhood here in Los Angeles. I am actually working from home because in my immediate area, there has already been reported 34 new cases of coronavirus, one of them, or at least two of them, within a mile radius of my house. So as you can imagine, the neighborhood, neighborhood here is very nervous. And that's one of the reasons why Governor Newsom decided that everyone should stay at home in this new plan that he has so that at least we can slow down the virus. Now, this has obviously altered and changed the way of living of many Californians, of all of us, I should say. And with me to talk a little bit about his experience is David Bieler. He's an actor, and um, he is going to talk to us a little bit about, a little bit about what he he's doing and how his life changed within the last 24 hours. Uh, David, thank you for joining us this morning. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, first of all, I, I was meant to be, uh, when I'm not an actor, I'm also a photographer, so the acting work has come to a grinding halt. You know, the entertainment industry is uh, on full stop. So uh, I had a video job that I had this week, uh, and it was a, a live streaming event. But as of last night, my last day on that shoot got canceled, so that's money out of my pocket that I was counting on. So, um, yeah, it's 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 concerning, mm -hmm. given that uh, the things I normally do to pay our mortgage and you know provide family uh, food for my family uh, that I don't know what we're going to do coming up next month uh, and meeting those those obligations. And on the other hand, we also have the virus literally here in, a, in our neighborhood. Sherman Oaks, which is only a couple, away, a couple of miles away, has already reported five cases. Where we are, I just told you, we have at least two cases, and they're multiplying by the day. The Department of Health is reporting daily how many we have, and every day it's been 50 or more. How do you, uh, do you feel safe going out? Um... One of my personal concerns, I get that people at high risk need to uh, stay away and, and really lock down. I, I feel that I don't totally understand what will exactly happen to me as a healthy person if I get it. From what I've read and understand, it's like getting the flu. I'll be sick for several days and it will be miserable but I'll be fine. I'm not going to die from it. So that's something I don't understand is exactly what I could expect if we did get it, because uh, yesterday they said something like 68 million Californians will come down with this, that it's almost inevitable that it will happen. So uh, I think to allay panic, if people could have a better understanding of if you're a healthy person, you know, moderately healthy, what can you expect if you do contract this? David Beeler, thank you very much. David uh, has a family of four and, of course, is very concerned about what's going to happen. One of the um, um, orders that came down from the government, from the governor here in California, he said that uh, he's prohibiting 
any gatherings of uh, 10 people or more, and he's also closing down gyms, theaters, and concert venues. And there's a lot of other things that we can do. For instance, as you saw me interviewing David right now, we were keeping our social distance. That is the main issue. That is exactly what they want so that we can try to stop the progress of this virus and gain some time in trying to figure out a cure for this uh, virus that we have now here in our own backyard. Uh, we're live in Los Angeles. I'm Salvador Duran. Lorraine, back to you in the studio. Thank you, Salvador, from Los Angeles. Please stay safe out there. And another important topic, the tax filing deadline has officially been moved from July 15, from April 15th to July 15th. Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin announced the move this morning via Twitter, adding that all taxpayers and businesses will have this additional time to file and make payments without interest or penalties. For more on this and what it means for all of us, let's go to Mireille. Barcelo. She's an accountant based in Miami. Thanks for joining us, Mirel. Hi, thank you, Lorraine. Um, as you said, as of this morning at 1030, the tax deadline was moved from April 15th to July 15th. Um, this gives us a little bit of time, so taxpayers don't need to rush to file their taxes. However, they are encouraging if you have a refund to go ahead and get your taxes in as soon as possible so you could benefit from this um, this refund and this, uh, this money coming your way. Um, as, as they said before too, the deadline, the tax payment deadline was moved to July 15th without any penalties and without any interest. This is for individuals that have to pay up to a million dollars in tax liabilities. This includes pass-through income such as S-Corps, LLCs, so, and self-employment income. Uh, so all this got pushed back to July 15th, no tax penalties and no interest. And for corporate filers, for C-corporations that have to pay taxes, this was moved as well up to $10 million in tax liabilities. So for now, don't worry, don't panic, and stay home as much as possible. Okay, Mirel, and I have another question. What concerns have you heard from your clients that do both small business or just personal taxes? Everybody's worried that the refund process is going to get delayed. It's not. The government hasn't changed anything as of that right now. So if you have your taxes ready to go, file them now. If you cannot meet with your accountant, we can file electronically most of the tax returns. So there's no need for an in-face meeting. We could go ahead and have everything ready to go. So don't panic. The refund process hasn't been slowed down and you are not going to get penalized if you have a tax liability. And Minar, Congress is negotiating a relief bill that would potentially hand many taxpayers about $1,000 to be able to deal with this whole situation. What do you know at this time about this package and how would it work? As of last night, um, the sum that they're figuring out was $1,200 per adult. This is based on 2018 filings and for those taxpayers that do not exceed $75,000. For those that do, um, it's gonna, the incentive is going to get reduced $5 per every hundred above the $75,000. And for couples, it's up to um, one fifty dollars with a complete face-out 
for of $99,000 for individuals and $198,000 for um, couples filing jointly. There's also $500 per child. So that's something that we know that is being proposed right now. Everything is getting um, negotiated also for those that make that had little to no tax liability in 2018 they could see this money being reduced to six hundred dollars per adult as long as their um uh, taxable income was over 2500 so if you did not file taxes last year you may not be able to get the check well thank you so much mirel barcelo for your insights we appreciate all of this this information clearing things up thank you and another major story we're following out of Washington, two senators faced calls to resign after they both sold stocks right before the markets plummeted in the face of the coronavirus pandemic. Senator Kelly Loeffler of Georgia sold off major stock holdings. So did North Carolina Senator Richard, uh, Richard Burr and his wife. They un uh, unloaded up to $1.7 million worth of holdings. There's no indication that the stock sales were made on the basis of any inside information were received or that they broke rules that prohibit senators from making money off insider information. Senators Diane Feinstein of California and Jim Inhofe of Oklahoma also made stock trades before the pandemic. And 183 countries and territories around the world are now reporting cases of COVID-19, the virus hitting the hardest in China, Italy, as we've been mentioning, and Spain as well. But as cases begin to dwindle in China, Italy is seeing the worst of it. Doctors and nurses describing their daily nightmare as morgues reach full capacity. Another European country's brace for the worst. Andrea Linares has the details. This is the scene inside a hospital in hard-hit Bergamo, Italy. Ventilators working to keep people alive is constant. Doctors are being called out of retirement to help. They're scrambling to keep up. Patients pouring in with symptoms presenting pneumonia, not the flu. Oh, it's a massive, uh, massive strength for for uh, uh, every health system because we see every day 50 to 60 patients who come to our emergency department in pneumonia. Our health personnel, nurses and physicians are working round the clock countless hours to fight this incredible situation. One nurse saying they are not even counting the dead anymore. The situation so dire that the local army is removing bodies of the dead. The local morgues are overwhelmed. Italy now has the highest coronavirus death toll in the world, surpassing China with more than 3,400 deaths. But the Chinese are also concerned. Health experts warn China needs to prepare for a potential second wave of infections. Wuhan health officials will only consider lifting lockdown restrictions after 14 consecutive days without any new cases reported. The single biggest danger is complacency, um, and this was something we talked about in China a fair bit, that people drop their guard uh, against this disease. In the past two weeks, officials reported nearly half of the new cases in mainland China came from abroad. In Hong Kong, more than 90 percent of new cases are imported. Meanwhile, in Spain, the military remains on the streets. The death toll now surpassing 1,000, while the total number of infected has reached almost 20,000. 
it has been proven that the virus can be contained, it must be contained. If we let the virus spread like wildfire, especially in the most vulnerable regions of the world, it would kill millions of people. And in France, infections are doubling every four days. The country just recently began its 15-day lockdown. People are now required to fill out a form justifying their reasons to leave the house. But the French government may extend the lockdown, as young people are not heeding warnings. In Madrid, government officials expect 80% of the population there to get infected with COVID-19. But if there's any hope in all this, is that China's recent data is showing that the majority of people that contract coronavirus only suffer mild symptoms and later recover. Also, men and women have roughly the same chance of getting infected. But what's interesting is that the impact on men appears to be worse. Reporting in Miami, Florida, Andrea Linares. Now back to you. More of you news after this short break. Imagine a daily newscast that speaks to you about your world in plain English. Each weekday, we partner with Hispanic America's most trusted news source to bring you the stories from home and abroad that matter to you. They don't know when they're going to be able to go back to work. Victims also from Mexico and this mass shooting. Officials in and out of the residence. We're going to continue fighting. You News covers the news of your world and makes it easy to understand. Your News, Your World, You News on Fusion. Welcome back to You News. American Airlines hasn't flown a cargo-only flight in 36 years, but today that changes. One of the planet's largest airlines says it will use its grounded planes to transport cargo between the U.S. and Europe, ensuring goods can be delivered. American has previously announced it would be grounding 55,000 flights because of decreased demand from the coronavirus. And as Latin America starts to see a rise in cases, a mandatory quarantine taking effect in Argentina. The quarantine restricts people to their homes and goes into effect starting tonight at midnight until the end of the month. People will be able to leave their homes to shop for basic goods like food and medicine. The quarantine will be enforced by security officials. Argentina has 128 confirmed cases of coronavirus and three deaths. Meanwhile, in Mexico, President Andrés Manuel López Obrador says the country is not contemplating a curfew to prevent the spread of the coronavirus. AMLO says uh, he respects the decision other countries have made, but says Mexico does not need that at this time. In Jalisco, meanwhile, authorities are preparing to use a special ambulance to transport uh, a potential victims of coronavirus. As Shay Rodriguez explains, the vehicle was originally built to deal with nuclear and biological attacks. Now it could be a new tool in the battle against this pandemic. Four years ago, it was created to deal with nuclear and biological threats. The so-called toxicological ambulance has primarily been used to transport patients sick with the flu or with meningitis. It has even been used to assist those dealing with poisonings. But now, this ambulance is being pressed into service to treat those who are in critical condition because of the coronavirus. It's like being inside of an operating room at a hospital. It's a complete setup. It's fully stocked to help with rapid treatment. 
Unique Nordine helped design this vehicle exclusively for contaminated patients. Apart from the normal life-saving equipment contained in an ordinary ambulance, this one has a controlled air quality system that is able to massively scrub the air inside the vehicle and expel a large variety of contaminants. Its isolation features, made to meet European specifications, feature an air scrubber designed to filter out dust, bacteria, viruses, and mold spores. And the front cabin is designed to isolate the driver and his assistant, while allowing enough room for the other two rescue technicians to work on the patient in the back of the ambulance. According to Nordine, it's the only vehicle of its kind in Latin America. There's nothing else like this, except for one that is being used by a private medical group. That one has a similar containment unit inside, but that ambulance has not been certified the way ours has. After transporting a highly infectious patient, the ambulance can be turned around and prepped for the next patient in about three hours. The ambulance is capable of maintaining a safe environment for both the patient and the medical team for a period of up to six hours. Reported by Etziri Cardenas, this is Shea Rodriguez, U News. Thanks for listening to You News, the podcast. Don't forget to follow You News on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you haven't yet, go to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe, rate, and review. Join us tomorrow for a new episode. Until then.